But yeah. That's a cool thing to have in your resume, though. It is, yeah. So I played a couple of years there, and then I played um, rugby the last two years. Dang. You play rugby? Yeah. I wanted to play rugby, but no one... I didn't know like what rugby was, yeah. but then I realized like nobody, everybody who played didn't even know what it was. So it's like <laughs> I had that exact conversation. Like I was playing in Ohio State, and there. What year? Uh, like okay, oh, we're a war. Uh, we might have played each other. Really? Did you ever play Wittenberg like at Ohio State? I was I was like the triple D league yeah. team. Yeah. Like so, we played their seaside. I might have. You might have played me. Yeah. Because and, and my whole thing was like I was like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I just run around and hit people. Yeah. And this guy's like, I've been doing this for 20 years, and I still don't know what I'm doing. I was like, it was okay. Fascinating. The, the yeah. tricky thing about rugby is you can't block. Which for me no. is like I feel like I inherently when I see someone doing something, I just want to block them. Right. You know, but you just for like your ball carrier and things like that. Yes. Like what fascinated me, like the very first game we were playing, um, I think it was Ashland or Dayton. No, we're playing Dayton. And I remember they were like, everybody knew who this like big, bald, ugly dude was. And like, they hated him. They're like, <clears throat> warning me, like, you know, he's plays dirty. He's like, he's going to try to fight you. And like, I almost got my head knocked off by this guy. Very first play, I tried to go and tackle him. And he just forearmed, just like, oh. right in the face. Yeah. And the whole game, there was fights breaking out. Like, yeah. everybody hated everybody, like, from opposing sides. As soon as the whistle hit, we're all like hugging. Yeah, you I'm watching beer. I'm like, what the, right? I thought we hated these guys, and we're out drinking and singing the same songs at the bar. Dude, I had the exact same experience. Yeah. I was like, I think, well, that was the crazy thing, because I was like, man, I thought, you know, these are a bunch of guys with like, you know, like anger issues. <laughs> but I was just like, I couldn't understand it. Because we yeah. had the same experience. Fights, some dude got hit, he got clean on his ear, and his ears split open. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Mat- like electrical tape? Yes, right? just craziness. <laughs> and then we were like, we'll go out to the bars afterwards and all drink together. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then we're like all chanting the same songs. It's like Saturdays or rugby days or something like that. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. It was the same experience. Yeah. Bizarre. Right. So it was a, it was bunch of, it was a really cool experience. Like I enjoyed that in college more than I enjoyed football in college. <laughs> we, we were a bunch of like, as we're being yelled at because we're in the back and we're dancing like when they're trying to like show plays to like me and a bunch of other college dudes like shaking our butts <laughs> what are you doing you guys are all running laps and we're like <laughs> but it was cool. it was cool though because it was like it was unregulated so like our coach was like it, he was like the admin director for like Wittenberg but he was like an all-american cornerback for the football team okay <clears throat> and we're playing Ohio State and it's like their C-squad seaside or whatever Playing you, and like we're like, so close to beating Ohio State, and that's like a big deal for Wittenberg, like a little D three school, like coming down seventy, and and so he like he's like threw, threw off his whistle, and, like jumped in, and like scored like two straight tries, and we you kidding me? Yeah, so it was like your coach can just jump in and play if he wants to, and it was okay. We're like, all right, go, go coach. So. Uh, guys, welcome in the Get Body Podcast. <laughs> this year, I realized <laughs> the one game that we were so close to getting my one historic game in rugby that I almost won. You know, we lost because the coach played. <laughs> <laughs> this is your host, Star Cross, aka your boy Cher. And as always, I've got my beautiful, lovely, dashing Luda Mustachio co-host. We need a new one. Uh, Troy, do you have something to describe these guys? Who, Luke? Uh, both of them. Oh, the team of us. God, you guys are kind of dashing. Dashing. Extra dashing. <laughs> a little bit of sassy, a little bit of dashy. Ooh, Ooh. that's nice. Sassy dash. <laughs> <laughs> sassy dash. Oh um, give it up for your co-host. 
Dr. Luke. Hi, everyone. Um, <clears throat> I apologize if I have not gaslighted you this week. <laughs> and and uh, your other co-host, David Dutton, a.k.a. the Jungle Kitty. Audience, we have uh, Dr. Chris on the podcast today, aka the Love Doctor, because yeah. it's What's up? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day. It's your birthday tomorrow. Birthday tomorrow. Um yeah, he turns what tomorrow? 40. The big four oh. The big four oh. <clears throat> um yikes. Uh, yeah. Audience, something no, I realized. <laughs> Do you guys want to turn 40 tomorrow? No. Oh, I wish. I'm basically 40. I wish I could turn 40 so tomorrow. Young. I have like two well, years. I? Like, that's nothing in the scope of this one. Like, how old we are? Let's go to You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, quick thing. Yeah. On the last episode, <clears throat> there were two things that I really want to address. First off, um, three things. First off, uh, audience, your Oscars are still in the mail if you have not received it yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, there's a delay going around right now. because Char's trying to scam the Postal Service. But. Yeah, we'll talk about more of that later. <laughs> um, second, um, Instagram. We're live. We have a legit Instagram, and the people have been going crazy. Yeah. Um, I had like three people ask me that had no idea about the podcast. They're like, bro, I saw that picture of you printing on a toilet seat resurface. What's up? <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell them about the podcast, though. So it's just yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It's going around. It's <laughs> peeing on a toilet seat. No, printing on a toilet seat. Oh, printing. Okay. Yeah. Like, why is that a picture? And <laughs> the third thing. <laughs> we try not to link that to our podcast. The third thing is not related to anything. Okay. Uh, you know how last week when you said. The first, the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse, uh, gets the cheese because the first mouse gets eaten by the early bird. I figured it out. No, they get killed. No, we we talked about this. Yeah. This was actually, if you rewind <laughs> the tape, the first mouse gets caught in the trap and dies. Yeah. Oh. And the second mouse, so it's, it comes out and the scoop's like, oh, I'll be taking this thing. I thought it had to so, do with the early bird. <sighs> The mouse and worm are not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to... So you were thinking about that all week, weren't you? I was actually thinking about that all week. (laughs) I was so excited to tell the people. Can we revisit this? We edit it out. We have something to say, like, this this podcast has been amazing. Like, you guys know, I, I just found out you had a podcast, like, two weeks ago, right? And I found out by... I get a text message from Char, and first he's like, like Troy, what's up? It's Char from the gym. Like, hey, can you be on our pores cast? And like, <laughs> and like, I'm so subconscious about turning forty. I'm like, oh, what's this young kid saying? Like, so I, I Google what is a pores cast, <laughs> and of course, like, Google's like giving me a little blue link. Like, Did you mean what is a pores cast? So I'm like, yeah, of course. And so I respond to Char, but he also sends me a link to it, so I can like start watching. I'm like. Like wait, like David's on here. That's that's Luke. Like what the hell's going on? And then I see all the episodes, and it's like all the people. And I'm like, I know these people. Like what a fascinating idea. But like, I want to say the most, the biggest revelation I've had, and the cool thing is my blowing. <laughs> is that that right there? I'm like, I'm like listening to it. I'm cracking up, and I'm just like dying laughing. My wife's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. I'm hitting that little 15 second rewind button on my phone. I'm like, is that Luke? Like I've known you, Luke. I love you. I've known you for three years. I've never seen him smile. Oh, 
I've never seen him smile, and I'm like, that's Luke laughing. Oh my god. And it's like, he's just having a time of his life. And I have a story about the first time I ever met Luke. I don't know if you remember this, but like my oh, gym wow. closed down. I was I was at 43085. It was like a, a gym in Worthington. And um I, I was just getting into CrossFit. Like I started in Feb. Like I'm probably on like my like, yeah, it was, it was in February 2019. And so I remember like I was getting, I wasn't getting good, but I was like getting into it. I'm like, man, this is like, I found the fitness thing that works for me. And then they just closed. Like they sent us an email on Tuesday. Like, hey, the last class is going to be Friday. And we're like, what? what? Clean the gym on the weekend and we're going to open back up on Monday. Like, what are you talking about? And then like, they just closed. But I think like Pat and Christy may have seen the writing on the wall. Cause like two weeks prior to that, they started opening up a 5 a.m. class. Do you remember when they started opening up 5 a.m.? Yeah. So it was like 2019. And my neighbor at the time, Liz, like you guys remember Liz, like oh, amazing. Live next being, to Liz, like right down the street. No way. Exactly what? 400 meters from. Her. I was talking about her like two days ago. <laughs> I could run her house and it'd be my 400. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So amazing human being. Hi, Liz. If you ever listen, um, but she's like, hey, she got me to join the gym. She's like, you should talk to Luke because Luke's a doctor. Like you know the health profession, and I'm like, yes, like that's that's what I'm about. Like I can't wait to talk talk to Luke. And I remember I'm sitting there oh, getting gosh. crushed after a 5 a.m. class. I'm so scared. Like I see him walking by. And it was like my first encounter with him. I'm like, I should introduce myself now. And I'm like, hey, Luke, how you doing? I'm Troy. Like, I'm a, I heard you're a doctor. Is that true? And he's like, oh, no, <laughs> he so just scared. goes, oh, yes, why? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> no, I, I botched so, it. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, I could have been friends. And like, I remember like thinking like, okay, it's like 6 a.m. like, Tired, sassy, Coach Luke. I like penciled that in as like who you were, and and you not let me down. We've been <laughs> like, hanging out. Like I see you in the mornings. You're just like I'm like, what's up, Luke? He's like, Troy. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. I say good morning. <laughs> I say good morning. I feel no, I like just, Troy just bodied both me and Luke at the exact same time, dude. I love it. I also think you know. I feel like Luke's one of my best friends, but also. Two days ago, or like you were coaching, and I was like Luke, and then you gave me that look, and Josh was like, "That's the Luke. That's the look of when you're coaching one of your friend, your your sons, and you're like, you're like cheering for them, and they look at you, and they're like, stop talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's it. That's it right there. Also, a public service announcement: um, Megan went to go get candy with Liliana, and so she told the boys like they need to behave. Which meant as soon as they left, they're, I don't know what they're doing upstairs, but it sounds like it's oh, raining it's... like couches. <laughs> it's like throwback to like when the birds were chirping and when. Some oh, yeah, the OG podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking in, in the origin story, I was like, someone's eating chips right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got blamed for it. That's... We all know it wasn't me. What? Man, <laughs> I think. Uh, I was talking about Liz. I mean, that she's what a just. I mean, I was so devastated when she said she's gonna move. Yeah, I miss that lady. How about you? Because you, you did I interrupt you? A Porsche cast. A Porsche oh my god! Yeah, you got <laughs> dude. I'm not joking. I didn't even like. It didn't even. I sent that text. It didn't register at all. Like I had a, well, a grammatical like, error. You must have meant to send this because, like, I th- I feel like autocorrect would have got it. So I'm like, it's got to be a Porsche cast. So I googled it and. It's a podcast. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Man, I feel like there's so much about you, Troy, that like, you live like <laughs> multiple different lives. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. <clears throat> I know. I know where to start. Okay. Yeah, please. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. It the is. love so doctor. We have to talk about love languages first. That sounds great. Okay. Okay. Troy, you have a wife. I do. What's her name? 
Her name's What does that have to do with? He has a love languages. Yeah, Are you familiar true. with love languages? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I am because like he told me he asked me what it was. And I heard you guys talking about it, and I was like. Do you remember talking about um, Bosler in the gym and then um, Dustin Yankowski was like, oh, that's his love language. So yeah. I just thought it was like just a personality of yeah. anybody can make up like a love language thing. It's like Luke's was sassy. That's his love language. But then I realized it was an actual five things. <laughs> there yeah. is actual five things. So I just took the test. and Oh, you did? Sorry. Go, yeah. I don't agree with it. What, oh, what so I, I took two of them because I didn't yeah. agree with it. But the first one was uh, touch, physical touch. Okay. Right? But then the, the descriptions were like, you like to potentially have PDA. You like to um, receive a kiss in front of like you don't mind receiving a kiss on your forehead in front of your friends and I'm just like that's not really me mm. so I think it's like probably um, don't go around kissing Troy's forehead <laughs> he's not gonna enjoy that <laughs> yeah, next time you see me at 5am I'm gonna go up I'm gonna give you a big kiss on your forehead <laughs> I will welcome that that'd be such a good oh my gosh response from Luke you can go into that when you pencil it in you can erase it you cross it out be like yeah, put on my lipstick and just cross off the <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's words of is it, uh, affirmation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think that's more. So we have okay. words of affirmation, physical touch, we have quality time, mm-hmm. and then you have acts of service, service mm-hmm. and gifts. Yeah. And so... See, I'm the kind of person that, like, with any of these things, like, I feel like I can touch certain, you know, within all of them. Yeah. yeah. But um, I try to be honest, and it seemed like words of affirmation this afternoon when I took the test. Yeah. It seemed to be more me. And I'm sure they can change too <clears throat> over time. Yeah, it's not like you're, but you probably are more prone to yeah. one. Yeah, type, yeah. You know, most of the time. What if you had to take a guess? What's your wife's love language? Oh, so is it? I'd say the same. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that's awesome. She's a words person too. Yeah, I think so. What are they? Again? You should yeah. ask. Her. <laughs> <laughs> the the reason I say is that uh, 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 so I'm words of affirmation, and Megan is acts of service. And we spent like the first, like, oh. um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> we spent the first couple of years of our marriage, like where I'm just trying to like love more and just say more. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. Like she's, so she keeps trying to do more. It's like, we're sp- like different currencies, you know, yeah. we both don't feel loved. We're like, <laughs> we're not speaking each other's languages. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But then it came to a head when, when I said, I was talking to somebody else. I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, yeah, well, my love language is, is words of affirmation. She's no, it's not. Is it? And I was like, what? We've been for like 10 years. So you don't know me. No. So like after listening to this podcast, I'm like into the, all this like Enneagram stuff and love language. And so I'm asking Leslie to take these tests. I think yeah. she's going to, but she hasn't yet. The love language test was really helpful, even in the way, like, because as you communicate, I yeah. find that you, the way that you receive love, you tend to give love naturally, most naturally. Yeah. But there's a lot of people like if I'm, like if I'm like, oh man, I will Luke, I want to show you I care. And I do it in my own language. He's like, F you, that's not my language. <laughs> and, yeah. may, and a lot of that happens subconsciously. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like Troy, like got us gifts for Valentine's day. Yeah, he did. My dude. Yeah. You guys are my dudes. Man. Thanks for having me on, man. I love this. I think this is like such a, such a cool idea. Like you go to, like you see some gyms typically like, will like feature like someone, you know, like, this is Sue. You know, Sue likes strawberries and hates burpees. And like, 
<laughs> like you feel like you know her and then like you see it programmed in a workout you're like oh Sue's not gonna like that one you know? <laughs> like you guys are diving into people's like lives it's like oh man this is awesome poor Sue poor Sue oh, I hope we don't have a Sue this listener <laughs> no or Jim. no she does no. get bodied <laughs> get bodied so Troy you'll be able to be like how, how many did you do the workout today mm-hmm. how many calories did you get on the river uh twelve fifty seven. Not not cows, meters. Meters. Yeah, meters. Yeah. Still, it, it didn't matter. Like, you know, a thousand more than I did. <laughs> no. I mean. So, Troy, let's <clears throat> let's jump into the story of your life now. You know, since we talk about Sue and her love of strawberries and burpees. <laughs> um, yeah, screw Sue. Let's talk about Troy. Yeah. <laughs> let's start from the beginning. I want to know where baby Troy was at. Oh, man. From the beginning. You're definitely from Ohio. I am. I was born in uh, London, Ohio. Wow, no really? Way. Yeah. I mean, it's Columbus. I, I think I was born technically, like my first address was London. I think it's like where my parents had a house, but then they moved to Columbus. West side of Columbus. You ever been? Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I choked on some beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so yeah, I was born in Columbus. Um, lived on the west side. It wasn't like the hilltop or the... Um, the other one bottom. Like it wasn't like within yeah. the west side of like inside of two seventy. Like we were outside of two seventy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I lived what I thought was like fairly normal life up until about eight, and then my parents got a divorce, <laughs> and it was like a. I mean, it was pretty. Like it's pretty gnarly. Like it, it was a bad divorce. Um, to the point where like it was like one of those divorces. Like when I grew up, I was like, I've never getting married i'm never having kids like i don't want them to experience that kind of stuff and um so kind of midway through the divorce like i mean i don't really know how else to say it but like i think my dad like kidnapped kidnapped us and so um he took us to west virginia in like the middle of the night from like october i just asked my mom this i was like i you know i i remember this vividly but like i don't remember the dates and like for how long it was like it could have been a you know, it was four months. So, um, did you have siblings? Yeah. So, yeah. So, sorry. So, my my mom, I'm the oldest of my mom's kids. So, like, my dad had been married and had three older kids, and then married my mom, and then they had two kids, myself and my sister. So, I only I have nine siblings, but only like one real sister. I have a bunch of like half and like a couple of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, um, so there was like five of us, five of us kids at this particular house, and um. I just grew up thinking they're like, that was my brothers and sisters, you know, like, yeah, I still like think, think that too, but like, um, they're my half brothers and sisters. And then, so he took my younger sister and I, who was my mom's other, right. <clears throat> other, uh, child to West Virginia. And like, as an eight year old, you're just thinking like, this is what's best for me. My dad knows what's best, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was crazy. Like we came back, he, like he turned himself in, we came back, we were on the news. And I remember like sitting there as like a, an eight-year-old my sister and I <clears throat> I feel so bad for her and myself actually <laughs> back then like an eight-year-old and a four-year-old just like sitting at, we're at like my grandma's house I think and like I remember like just the bright light of the camera like in our eyes and we're just like we're like how do you feel I was like I don't know the news people you. asked you got like yeah. wow so and I remember it was it was crazy so like my mom and her dad did not have a, a relationship like because of some issues with my my dad and so I never knew my grandfather but whenever I got reunited with my mom after the, the kid I don't even know if you consider kidnapping if your father does it but we were taken right and so when we came back um I remember he was in the hospital we had to go see him in the hospital so I went with my mom and we're like sitting in the lot the lot the lobby or the waiting room and I mean our segment came on 
And it was like the weirdest thing. People what were like, in the world? Yeah. Like my, my sister and I, our segment came over. We're just like, oh, this is weird. So it was just like, um, <clears throat> this was a big mess. It was like a really nasty divorce. Um, and then, so we lived with my mom and I lived, um, I went to school in the Highland. I like completely skipped, I think third grade. And so they were very nervous, like, or not nervous, but like, they were like concerned, like, where do we put them? Do we put them in third grade, fourth grade? And so they just put me in fourth grade. And um, I was like, I did well. It's like, I didn't skip a beat. Yeah. It was um, kind of thing. Um, for the most part, I think like with certain subjects, I'm sure I was skipping many beats in other areas. But um, so I was in Highland School District at that point. And then uh, lived with my mom. So then my dad comes back in the picture like a couple years later, like when I was in sixth grade. And so did, um, did he have to yeah. go to like with with you being like, you know, use the term like being kidnapped and right. he kind of turned himself in. Did he have to like go to jail or? Anything? Yeah. So I, I didn't know how long it was. Apparently it was only like a night, but he lost like all rights to see us okay. um, for a period of time. And then like I remember coming back in my my fifth grade class. And like, I don't know, but like in this pre- particular time, like we had to flip up our, our chairs upside our, um, on top of our desk, like at the end of the day. So we came in, we had to undo everything, get our desk ready. And I remember there was like a, a letter on my, my chair. It was like, I recognized the handwriting. I was like, oh God, it just like, it was just a weird feeling, you know? I'm like, I know who this is. And then, um, so long story short, like he found us, he got out of jail, got visitation rights or whatever. And so we started building a relationship there again. And then, um, Eventually, after sixth grade, I went to go live with them again. So that's what took me to Delaware schools. Mm. So I went to I went to Delaware, Rutherford B. Hayes. Yeah. 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 Go, go, go. Oh, what did you say it was? Pacers. Pacers, that's yeah. right. They look like the Broncos. That's right, the Broncos. So, um, <clears throat> sorry, is this too much? Like, No. Th- I, I didn't know if you wanted me to start, but go from the... No, this is great. So you <laughs> said, <laughs> yeah. do, I, right. do I, I feel like I need to go tell my children to stop jumping up and down. So, so yeah. during from, you said your dad kind of re-entered your life back in fifth grade. Right. So what, what was your relationship like with him from fifth grade to Rutherford B. Hayes? Hmm. Through Ruff, through Hayes? No, like as soon as you got there. Oh, okay. Oh uh, man, from what I can remember, it was like, <clears throat> it was weird. It was like, that's my dad. So like, I wanted to like have a relationship with him. Like I miss him. I hadn't seen him in like two years. Yeah. At that point. So like fourth, all of fourth grade and most and half of fifth grade year. So like probably like a year and a half or so. I can't remember the exact dates, but it's like he had like visitation rights. And so like he would see us like every other weekend <laughs> and we'd like for like two hours or something like that. And then we'd have visitation. And but like we just, you know, eventually got to the point where I wanted to go back and live with them. Yeah. Know? Um, sorry, does that answer your question? Kinda. I mean, it's like we had like it was like very like we, every other weekend for a couple hours is like just very small like you could have visitation rights and i think someone had to be present initially like a guardian ad litem type of person or you know <clears throat> someone to like make sure he wouldn't wasn't going to like take off and take us to west virginia again yeah. um but then like i go through hayes go to wittenberg um met leslie at wittenberg mm. and um <clears throat> right. so where'd you meet her where'd i meet her yeah um he was on the football field I believe it was the seventh floor of Towers dorm one night. So it's she, her friend group was um, one of her friends was dating a friend of mine on the football team too. And so we kind of like would hang out. We were like in friend group and um, she was always just like very, like I always thought like she was like incredibly cute. Usually it was just like this tiny little brown haired curly brown hair thing. And 
Um, <clears throat> we, I just started like realizing that we have a lot in common. Like I really like her vibe and she was just, she was awesome. And so, um, like the end of our freshman year, I kind of did the thing where like, you like see she's moving with her parents. You kind of like flirt with the parents kind of thing, you know, help her move. You're not really flirting with the parents, but like <laughs> I was, I helped her move. Oh, yeah. man. oh man, this is going to be. This hey, Mrs. Be. Leslie. And, you know, her mom talks about that. She's like, my mom would always say like, who's that boy that helped us move? That's how you do it, man. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I. Because then if you done. can't, if you can't plant <clears> the seed <throat> of like, yo girl, I'm crazy about you. You have the parents say, yeah. who was that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Then they plant the seed. Who was yeah. the guy that helped us in? Why don't you have him help you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Troy, you dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Leslie and I started dating like, um, like sophomore year and, uh, we moved to Florida together after college and, um, she's a teacher. So she got like a teaching job down there, like pretty much immediately. And I went down there and I had no idea what I was going to do. Oh my God. I got a good story about this though. Like, yes. So it just reminds me, I'm, I'm cracking up listening to Christian's episode because Christian says that he had to wrestle this like 12 year old <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. and he got like body slammed by a 12 year old. Yeah. And I'm just like, my man, I got very similar, not very similar. So mine's so much more embarrassing actually, but I got beat up by a 12 year old girl. I think, well, wait, how old are you in fifth grade? Wait, I, I just asked her. What, to tell you 10 or 11 yeah well you're 16 as a freshman 15 as a freshman right and that's that's the that's ninth grade ninth grade so minus four is 11 it doesn't matter at this point we're just yeah 10 or 11 but, right? it's no like it's very grade. it matters it, it, yeah. how did you get beat up by <laughs> that's not a lot of shit to kids no <laughs> i'm walking down the street i'm like so here's, here it is i'll try to so i wanted to coach i didn't know what i was going to do and i like talked to this guy i wanted to coach football down there and he's like, well, you got to be part of the school system. So I'm like, okay. So I went the substitute teacher route and, um, I get a, I get a phone call like my very first phone call. And I'm like, so excited. Like, Hey, can you like do fifth grade for us today? I'm like, absolutely. I'll be there. So Leslie's getting ready for work. And she's like, well, what school is it? And I tell her, and she's like, like deer in headlights do not go there. She's like, do you remember on our way down to interview to this place? We're in Georgia. We stopped for gas and she's talking to the principal. She got offered the job like right on the spot. She, we're on our way to go interview. We're like, uh, do you want to like meet us or whatever? Like she got offered the job. <clears throat> and it was like a really bad part of Gainesville, Florida. And I remember a thing. I'm like, dude, I'm 23 or I'm 22 at the time. I'm like, I'll be fine. I wasn't fine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sub plans, it was like, <clears throat> I forget exactly what they said, but like from 8.05 to 8.15, let the kids finish their math homework. So I'm like walking around. I'm like, tucked in shirt i'm looking dapper i'm walking around there's approximately two kids working on their homework and it was like i understood it's a free day like i understand what happens when you have a sudden but there's this other girl walking around the classroom up to no good like she was huge and she walked right over to this cute little like she looked like rudy huxtable and just hip tosses her over a desk like, oh, and i'm like <clears throat> i'm like oh my god like, <laughs> Oh, my training is coming to light right now. Like this weekend course that I just took. Like, am I allowed to, I allowed to touch this lady? And like, am I going to get? Like, she's ten, not. She's ten, not eleven. Eleven. Right? She's eleven. She's yeah. Right. <laughs> she might have as well been like thirty. Like she. I mean, she. She knew what she was doing. She. So I'm like, I stood <laughs> between her, and I, I'm like, am I going to get beat up by their dads? Like, what's going to happen right now? And she hauls off and punches me in the face twice. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, so like you, you see this this little girl get thrown across the desk. Yeah, she's kind of like in like shock shambles. Yeah, and you're like, hey, 
And so they started fighting. Like, like so they the like little girl starts comes back and starts hitting. Well, the I run over there as soon as she tossed her over this desk and into the wall, and I'm like standing between her, so like so we wouldn't go back yeah. after this girl. And that little girl gets up and she's trying to fight, so I'm like holding them back. Yeah. And then she just hauls off and hits me twice in the face right here. So it hit me right there. She knew what she was doing. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm lucky I didn't go down. I'm lucky it wasn't yeah, so, right. so, oh, so viral. You took two just punches Why to the did face. Stop then. Did she like hit you? She like I mean, she's big, but she, it wasn't that much power. Oh, okay. Or I got a really good chin. <laughs> but I'm sitting out. <laughs> chin of steel. <laughs> Take that unit. Here's the deal. <laughs> I've been hit but twice by 11 year old girl. <laughs> My she, chin she was probably steel. 10. <laughs> you should see her hair. Maybe 10 and a half. <laughs> Yes, so... Um, you fought off a little girl with your chin? <laughs> <laughs> she tried to knock me out, man. She, like, was not... And, and the thing is, like... The, so the print, the other fifth grade teacher comes in. He has, like, the voice of God. He's like, sit down! And, like, all these kids are sitting down. I'm out in the park... I'm out on a park bench. Or, like, a, a picnic bench. Outside the classroom, he comes out laughing. He's like, you're all right, man? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm like, I think I'm all right. So I walk back in. The girl gets taken out. I'm like, okay. I can handle, like, this girl's gone. The principal brings her back, and she's just like, it's like slow motion in the movie. She's just like staring at me walking by. Like the entire time, just like would not stop staring at me. I'm like, what do I do? She's going to beat me up again. Wow. So that's my uh, getting beat up by kids story. So Did she follow you home? Christian. I'm surprised she didn't. Like if she had a cell phone, I would have been very nervous that like her dad would have showed up because wow. she would have texted them. And so I didn't do anything. So you, after college, yeah, sorry, we'll get back to went to that, Florida with your to get job. beat up yeah. by a girl, <laughs> a, an eleven year old. You put girl. it like that; it doesn't sound. As... You weren't you were, you guys weren't married yet, right, or anything? No, we're just dating. So you're dating. You moved to Florida. You know, that's Leslie that's has a job, right? Yeah. Why'd you move to Florida? We're moving. So, oh yeah. So I got accepted. Oh, sorry, I totally glossed over this. I got accepted into nursing school down in Miami. Oh, oh, so you're sorry, working yeah. as a sub teacher while you're going to school? No, no, he's, no. no. I, he's working as a punching bag. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's part of her training part of her movement. Yeah. Her Christian. Um, no, I get down to Miami. I got accepted into a school called Barry University for an accelerated BSN program. Mm. And I, um, I'm i like, Ohio boy. I'm going to go live in South Beach. Like, what's up, Will Smith? And I get down there. <laughs> I'm like, my senior year of college, I, I go to, I hadn't even visited. I just applied and got in. And I went down to visit and like talked to the, the lady who I've been speaking with on the emails or whatever. And dude, it was one of the scariest moments of my life other than getting beat up by the girl. <laughs> I was like, Miami, the, the campus was beautiful, but like, have you ever played Vice City? Uh, you were my only hope. You. I don't think so. Are you oh. talking about like um, the car, like the, the original Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I have yeah. played that, yeah. So it was the Miami version. It was the original that came out. Yeah. It was like, it was straight up to a T that, that game. I mean, like, I was not welcome there despite my presence, I felt like. I mean, there's people, there's like cars up on two wheels, like graffiti everywhere, people looking at me like, oh my God. I was like, I was kind of terrified. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to go here. Let's go to a college town. And so my dad had moved to Ocala <clears throat> and Les and I moved to Gainesville. Oh, okay. Lost a couple of national championships to Gators. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. So, so your dad was also living in Florida. Yeah, so that kind of what like... That, that is one of the reasons why I was like, well, you know, he's moving to Florida. Like, maybe I'll, like, apply to a school in Florida. I'll have a parent there. Yeah. You know, so uh, Miami didn't work out, but Gainesville is, like, you know, an hour north of Ocala or whatever. <clears throat> and so um, I went to Gainesville. Leslie and I moved to Gainesville. And she got a teaching job um, there. And I was just, like, trying to figure out what to do. I was getting job offers for, like, $6 an hour to work in a lab because I made a major in bio. I'm like, dude, I can go work in a restaurant for more than that. And that's what I did. I worked at Olive Garden. 
Which one are you? I love Olive Garden. Yes, you're the one. <laughs> I love Olive Garden. Listen, I, I made fun of Olive Garden so hard. Uh, you bre- soup salad and breadsticks? Yeah. Where's uh, go, The baby? worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you took Great. Megan there to Olive Garden, right? Yeah. As a patron? I mean. No, no. You and your buddies would hang out at Olive Garden. On your podcast, you talked about it. Yeah. I would go to Olive Garden all the time, and it was the same move at the end of the meal, which was totally like... Um, you were served as a server. They give me a ton of food yeah. <laughs> for next to no money, and then I would say, "Hey, my friend here wants a lot of extra mints. Can you get him and a lot of extra mints?" And be like, "Oh yeah, totally, totally. You're gonna give me a good tip." And they come out with like twenty extra mints. I give my friend one more, and I keep nice. Yeah, yeah. that's what people. That's what you do. I, I would do the same thing, and I would work there. Yeah, but it was um, that was a great place to work. I actually really enjoyed working there. But man, you work so hard during. Soup, salad, and breadstick, lunch hour shit. <laughs> nothing for a tip. It was like $65 or 65 cent tip. Oh, cent oh. tip. $1 tip. And you're just running around like just filling like Zupa Toscana bowls, like four of them and getting them salads and breadsticks. And <laughs> like, okay, at least it'll tip me well. It's like. That Zupa though, it is fire. It is so good. It's so hot good. sauce in it. Oh. Extra kale. I will say it is fire. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it is. And like people were like, oh, did you hate the food? No, I love the food. I will still eat there, but you know the best part? Like, people thought never-ending pasta bowl. You guys, did you ever go to that deal? I never went, but I heard of it. But yeah, yeah, so the never-ending pasta bowl, it's like all the meatheads from Gainesville, like Tim Tebow, like all the football players showed up there. What? Getting never-ending pasta bowl. And like, I loved it because I love meatballs. And I would just, if they paid with cash, you just keep it open. And like, you can just ring up meatballs, extra meatballs all night long. And I was just like eating all of our meatballs my entire shit. <laughs> Let's go. That is incredible. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was a. So I um I worked at Olive Garden. Yeah. And Gainesville until I figured out, until I got accepted into trying to get my life together a little bit and uh, started applying to grad schools and I got into PT school after that. <clears throat> what was the catalyst? Like what? Um, why did you get your life together? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I knew I had to do something. Yeah. I was like, I can't be a server the rest of my life. Um, I mean, I probably could, but I didn't want to. Yeah. Um, Spending money on getting this uh, and I always, master's degree. I mean, not the master's degree, BSN, right? Um, yes, yeah. actually. Yeah. So I, um, I I knew I wanted to go to grad school, but like, I well, I knew I wanted to do something medical field. I just didn't know what it was. Like I would try, I was volunteering in so many different places and I watched like a little old lady get her a pacemaker implanted and they put me in there. This is my first time experiencing this. And I thought my medical career was done before it even started. I almost passed out on this poor old lady. Like, I adjust my mask and, like, they, my um, my goggles because I was fogging up. And they put me over top of this little old lady getting a pacemaker implanted on a stool. And I'm, like, watching the surgery so I'd be out of the way. But, like, what if, if I pass out, which I almost did, like, I would have, like, crushed this little old lady in her little surgery. Oh and, my but, gosh. like, I smelled the uh, cauterization of the tissue. And I was, I was done. I'm like, nope. And so I'm in the control room. The guys are making fun of me. And I'm like, my career's done. What am I going to do now? Go back to Olive Garden? <laughs> so I, um, the catalyst was, I guess, like, I was also realizing I was being, like, kind of immature. You know, I was, like, early 20s, hanging out with a bunch of 19-year-olds. Because people who in a college town that work at Olive Garden are, like, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. <clears throat> and so I was hanging out with them. Leslie and I had two different schedules. Like, she was a grown professional teacher, like kindergarten teacher and I'm like <laughs> out partying and doing skull and crossbone shots at Chili's after my shift. Uh, so it was just like, <laughs> yes. it was just like, you know, I needed to kind of grow up yeah. kind of thing. So where'd you get, um, where'd you get accepted to PT school? 
So a few places, but my number one choice was St. Augustine. And that's where I went. Um, it was just like right up the road. Like if you ever visit St. Augustine, it's like one of Leslie and I's favorite places, like St. Augustine, Jacksonville area. Like we just love Northern, Northeastern Florida. And St. Augustine is just a cool place. Have you ever been? Mm-hmm. Anybody ever been? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, Audience, it's if you've city. been, let us know. <laughs> yeah. Comment. Call in. Let us know your favorite uh, experience at St. Augustine. Um, no, St. Augustine is so cool. It's like the first city. So, like, you go down the city. Just, like, on a side note, like, the downtown area, the streets are so narrow. And they, they preserved it in certain areas that it's, like, you could tell only a horse and buggy came through here at one point. Like, the doors are, like, <clears throat> the doors are, like, I don't know. The size five of. Five feet tall. Yeah, size it's of like, David and I. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was normal size back then. Yeah. Yeah. Before all these giants were on. Before yeah. they started feeding these guys endless possibles <laughs> and meatballs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So you realize, like, I just realized St. Augustine was a cool place. I'm like, man, I could go to grad school here. Like, this is a really awesome town. And it was. I met some, like, my best friends. We lived together on the beach, like, right on the A1A beach access road. And it was just a cool experience because we all had the same schedules. And we could, like, go to class together. And then we used to... Like, they ran into grad students on these, like, vacation homes because they thought we were mature and, like, didn't party. And it's like, we just threw razors. <laughs> like, Four loco was still legal back then. And, like, I was drinking, like, four of them, a, like, a, a night when we were partying. Oh, my. Three and a half, maybe. Like, it, it was just, it was, it was a fun time. You're rounding time. down. Yeah, again. it's like, maybe I didn't, a couple empties I didn't finish off or something. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was good. So, like, I, that's what got me to St. Augustine and, um. I got accepted to, like, a school in, in North Carolina. Um, I got accepted into, like, a Drexel. You know what's funny about my... I had a kind of a funny story about this. I, like, was applying to Drexel, and I did not realize they had the same um, question. You had to, you're had you applying, and there's, like, a certain essay question. They had the exact same one as, like, a school that I had applied to previously. I, I forget what school it was, but it was, like... At the end, I forgot to proofread it. I was like, it's the same exact one. Oh, no. It would be my honor to, like, be accepted into, like, University of Cincinnati or something like that. And I got accepted. Really? (laughs) What? I got accepted into Drexel and I didn't even change the name of the school. (laughs) That is unbelievable. So I'm like, what? Do they actually read those? I know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, how? Because I remember being, like, so embarrassed. I didn't even want to get the, like, the letters back like i was just like just yeah. out of my mind like burn it like yeah that's embarrassing <laughs> then, but i got the acceptance letter i'm like the hell <laughs> that's how i got my first job yeah i mean yeah i i took a, a like a you know on the um resume where they have like the template resumes mm-hmm. well i forgot to delete the bottom and it was like you know, <laughs> 10 years working at Bob's five years managing people oh like this responsibility this responsibility this and, I, and they're like did we like call you in for an interview it looks like you're really overqualified for this <laughs> and I and you're 16 like yeah I'm like I, when I was in college it was it was like my first re- uh, internship in college and I was like hey I gotta tell you like I started the interview off like, I gotta tell you <laughs> Uh, I messed up. I didn't do all this. He's like, I was wondering about that. <laughs> really impressive. Wait, wait, it was like the preloaded stuff on like the template. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's awesome. That's unbelievable. So falsifying <laughs> information gets you places. At least you're honest. Good so you're in, you're in um, PT school. Yeah. You're in PT school, uh, St. Augustine. <clears throat> um, you're living, you're living with a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, dudes. What, what's your relationship with like with Leslie during this point? Oh, it was good. So um, once I moved, once I got into PT school, so like Leslie and I had like a little bit of a rocky relationship. 
me leaving <clears throat> Gainesville. And so it was kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, do you want to be with this person? Like you've moved across the country with this person. Like I didn't want to get married from my experience with marriage. And yeah. but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of a shitty thing to, to like yeah. put on somebody who moved across the country for you and with you and loves you. And, and so it was like, I was very confused in, in that time. <clears throat> but um, it was one of those, like, you realize what you have once it's gone kind of situation. Like, quite that but like I got to PT school and I was like doing a lot of thinking I was living by myself and I'm like man I was like that's that's my girl you know so we had after that like uh, then I proposed to her so we'd been together for like five years before I proposed to her yeah and then it was another two years before we could get married because PT school and so mm -hmm. like my one of my professors was like look you're gonna be gone all four semesters you're gonna be gone all six semester like you can do it seven semester like you'll be here on campus you have to take a bunch of like elective courses but like technically you could get married that so we got married our seventh semester, but she like, dude, Leslie Lynn, she took a job in Jacksonville. So she moved up to Jacksonville and took a job. Like it's basically, it's like between, it was like, um, an hour West on I 10, which is like six miles from Southern Georgia, but it was like just outside of Jacksonville technically. Exactly. So she would come and visit on the weekends and, um, everybody loved her. Like she was like, you know, Leslie and, and Layla, our, our dog at the time, like would come and stay and, um, yeah, so it was good. So our relationship got significantly better, like, once I got to PT school. What, what was the conversations like with you and Leslie <laughs> with figuring out, like, because you said you didn't know if you wanted to get married. Mm -hmm. What was those conversations like? Did what, <laughs> did you have to tell her about your dad and stuff like that? Well, yeah, she knew at that time. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, it, like I said, I was kind of like an immature, like, 24, 25-year-old, just like, not immature in the sense that I was immature and, like, I hadn't. I feel like something happens when you hit 25. It's like you just grow up a little bit, you know, and, and like you're in your thinking. And so that, that was, um, that had to, that hadn't happened for me yet when I was having these conversations with Leslie. And I was just like, no, we're down here. We're in Florida. We're having fun, like whatever. And, um, we just, so those conversations were just kind of like, we didn't really have those in-depth, like, do we want to get married conversations? But when it would get brought up, like it was just very awkward and like, looking back on it, it was awkward, you know, think telling her that I didn't want to get married. And <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, I feel so bad for her now, but, um, mm -hmm. yeah. So but like I said, it, it got better. Yeah. So you guys got married seventh semester mm -hmm. and then you wrapped up PT school. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wrapped up PT school. And then everybody else moved away. And Leslie and I, I mean, she was still working in Jacksonville. So we, um, moved up to Jacksonville and, um, I got a, a PT job up there. And we lived in this awesome place in Jacksonville called Riverside and Avondale. And it's like right across from the downtown, across from the St. John's River. And it was like, it was essentially the short north, but much more like hipster artsy. There's like not a single restaurant, um, chain restaurant in sight. It was wow. just like a cool place for some 20-somethings to live. Yeah. And so we lived there and we, uh, for about three years or so, and like just loved it. Like we were just like right there in the heart of Jacksonville, like a really cool area. And then we are both of us never wanted kids. We we're just like we, you know, people would bring them by us and they'd be crying. We're like, kid, that thing. <laughs> like, God, that thing sucks. <laughs> and like we were both on the same page, and we're like, yeah, yeah. but we're like, you know, we're sitting out like in our backyard, like at a bonfire, and we're just like, I wonder if we ever did want kids. Like, what? We should move back home if we did that, right? And we're like, yeah, but we're never having kids. And then like we go out and you know party or whatever. So Leslie would be like, I'm, I think I can move back home, but let's wait another year. So we didn't wait another year. And then we started having the conversation a little bit more serious. And, um, we moved back and we still didn't want kids. And like, we go out with all of our friends who had kids and it was like awful. 
Like, well, when did you guys move? No, like, what do you mean? When did you guys move back? 2013. 2013. Yeah. So we moved back, and um, there's something we were going to move back earlier, but like within the teaching, nobody leaves the teaching job. Teaching jobs are super cushy, like prior to this. So, like, it was our window of opportunity because, like, basically the state of Ohio was forcing all these teachers out with, like, some, I forget the stipends or whatever, but they're basically saying if you don't retire by this end, like, something happens where, like, your retirement's going to be significantly worse. And I don't remember the details of it, but there was a, like, a, just an outing of a ton of old teachers because nobody was leaving. It's like, it was a good job for them. So there was an opportunity for Leslie to get a job and she did, she got a job up in Delaware. And so we decided to move back in 2013. And um, we never like wanted kids. Like we go, like I mentioned just before, like we all of our friends had kids, and it just like looked like it sucked so bad. Because like we were like ready to party, and they're yeah. all like, "Oh well, we gotta go." Oh yeah. Hey, you want to hang out? Um, I I can pencil you in, in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And like, and we'll eat dinner at four thirty. Like we're old. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. Yeah. So like my life right now. <laughs> all my friends, all your friends have kids. Yeah. I don't have a kid. Except you, Sharp. Yeah, we can party. Next time you see me and Luke, we'd be at the club. I won't be at the club. <laughs> That's what you think. Okay. <laughs> Back to Troy. <laughs> Does she still so, work the same job up in Delaware? Yep. Nice. She has the same job. At Rutherford B? No, it's right down the street from it, though. <laughs> Rutherford B, the RB. No, she works at um, this school called Smith Elementary, which is like in the same district as like the high school. It's like a couple of down cool note about her school i'm like we would go there and play smithball because they're like eight foot rims outdoor rims in their playground and there's a bunch of high school kids just going and like dunking on each other it was awesome and so like i asked her i'm like oh my god you're a smith like is anybody play smithball and she's like, smithball? like she has no idea what i was talking about but so yeah she works there she loves it um did like, you go did you to smith no i didn't go to elementary uh, schools and that's right that's right yeah that's so right, i came right. to delaware in like middle school that's right. when uh so you do have kids, though. You have two kids. Two kids. What, what, like, accident? Yeah. Intentional? Like- yeah, so, yeah, so good, good, good question. So, like, we would get, to, we would go out with our friends, all our friends with kids, and we'd come back and be like, God, oh, they suck so bad. Like, we're, this is so much fun. Let's just try to pay off your student loans and travel. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then, like, the next weekend, we'd go out, Leslie would be a little tipsy. She'd be like, I don't know, I probably regret it. Like, do you think we regret it? And we, so we'd talk about that. Next weekend, I'm like, like, clockwork. It was back and forth. And we're just like, no, we're definitely not having kids. Like, this is too much fun. Like, we're having a great time. And at the time, we're living with her parents. Her parents' way of helping us pay off student loans was allowing us to live with them. It was supposed to be for like a couple of months, but it turned into two years. And every single one of my paychecks went to turn up uh, to pay off like student loans. So I we went from like 190 down to like 60. Dang, let's go. It was like, so I, I'm like, I'm forever indebted to them for that. But so like, how was that? Like, living with, like, you're living in somebody else's house, like yeah. your relatives. Like, did your wife turn into like, young leslie no like, it was like, like it's cool it was like i was i'd be living with you guys i mean like they like people thought about that all the time They're like oh yeah you're in with your in-laws and their friends would be like oh your kids are, like your daughter and your husband are with you and like we loved living with them they're like the coolest people in the history of the galaxy man. and you were awesome. you were yeah. 30 yeah 30 at the time yeah. and so um going out like that and that back and forth begin to like turn into like okay we keep having these thoughts of like what if we do want to have kids and so Les is like I feel like we regret it so then we started trying and um had Avery well so Leslie like comes and tells me she's like very nervous and she's like show, she's like shows me a um a, like the pregnancy test yes. yes. and I'm like <laughs> 
like so like this stick thing. Yeah, I'm like so out of this my. Stick I'm not. I didn't even. I I was with you trying to figure out what it's called too. The COVID test. You, you, like, yeah. <laughs> you held it up and you're like, "What's it called?" And I was like, "I don't know." Loop. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> and she's like, "I'm like looking at it, I'm like, oh, you're not pregnant." And it had like one line and like some like smearing and the rest of it was pink. It wasn't a line. I'm like. I'm very definitive. Like, okay, I need to know. Like, if you're going to tell me you're pregnant. I want to see the words. So I, went, so I got the ones that said like it was like a thirty dollar one. It was crazy. Yes. It was like I don't know if it was thirty, but might as well have been. But it was it said um, pregnant or not pregnant. And dude, as soon as I walked in the house, it might as well just started blaring pregnant because like that thing it was like bright as day. And so I had that little panic attack when she showed me, and I was like, I was like, we were trying, but like at the same time, I was like, what that? Like we just started like a month ago. What are you talking about? And I wasn't ready for this, and um. I remember sitting on the ground in in her room and I was like kind of like freaking out like oh my god like my life's completely over changed and um and then it, like something hit me and I was like I hope it's a girl you know it was like a super cool like feeling I'm like all right I'm gonna do this like I, I want to be a girl dad and um end up being a girl so that's when we had Avery in 2015 wow yeah and so it's funny looking back on like whenever I hear like my cousins my older cousins talk about um like not wanting to ever have kids I'm like you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's what we said to forever. And no, I, I mean, then we had Max and um, like two years later and I was like, I don't know. I didn't think I could like love a, a human as much as I loved my dog at the time. I was like in that stage of my life, you know? And, um, and, and whatever happens, you know this, obviously. What's that? Ew. Yeah, I know, I hate, right? I, was, I hate when I know that was like uh, Eve. Yes, I didn't dress her. I, I did dress her up a lot. You would <laughs> you would have hated me so much in Jacksonville. Oh, you've definitely been sassy towards me. But no, I um. So like every single, I mean, we had Max. We're like, oh my god, what if we don't love Max as much as we love Avery? And it's just like it just happens, you know. And it's like I told Leslie, I'm like, I, I was like, there's another little one out there. It was like waiting for me to love it so much, you know. And so, um, but we're done after two. She was, uh, she was the um, the leader on that decision. <laughs> yeah. So I took yeah. care of it. Yeah. What do you think you uh, you feel like you've learned um, the most about being a dad? Oh man, <clears throat> what I've learned the most? Yeah. That's a good question, man. Um, just to like, just to be a better listener and be like more gentle. Cause like, <clears throat> like having kids, like I was raised in a, um, in a household where like, it was not a, um, it wasn't like a very healthy, like looking back on it, like <clears throat> we didn't travel, we didn't like do like vacations and, and things like that. And it's like no fault to like, I mean, I don't know, like maybe my mom was like burdened by, um, I'm sure it was a very unhealthy marriage. I'm sure. So like, it probably wasn't like conclusive to, or, um. It wasn't very, you know, like, you're not going to take five kids out and these two adults who obviously didn't love each other and, like, have these wonderful memories and stuff. And so, but that's what I knew as a kid. And so, like, I don't know if this is answering your question, but, like, like being a dad has just, like, taught me to, like, just to be there, you know, mm -hmm. like, make memories and, like, do all the things that I wasn't afforded. And it's, like, that's the absolute best part. Like, just, I don't know. Like, they make you, like, just be a better person. They make you, because I want to give them the life that, or make sure that they don't have to live the life that I had at that age, you know? So you want to be a better dad and um, father and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you guys sign in? 
You guys have any other? We'll take a quick timeout, audience. We'll be back. <laughs> Shantae's the original five. She's a, well, she's the uh, she's first the first first five amer five amer. We interviewed. Um. Okay. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I was like, the first five MR to what? I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> nobody finished <laughs> the thought. I was like, you knew where I was going with first that, yeah. to, yeah, okay, cool. Are we back on? <laughs> oh, we back on. Oh, we on. Oh. We on. Guys, we just signed up for 5 a.m. Uh, I didn't even look at the workout, by the way. I, I, I don't even look at the workout, yeah, man. Troy, like deadlifts and Troy literally, okay, side note from our just, you know, our heartfelt conversation about Troy and his kids, but Troy during like 5 a.m. class, man. He's the next level. Like the words of I specifically switched to 5 a.m. because I was like, okay, I'm gonna have a little bit more time in the morning. I get Troy to look after, you know, I get Andrew to push me. You know, these guys are well above my grade. I can kind of, you know, try to start <laughs> reaching out and trying yeah. to grab their level. I asked like Troy, you know, hey, how'd you do that workout? And he gives me advice like this. He's like, you know, when you have energy, just use it, you know? And when you don't, <laughs> just figure it out. That's super helpful, Troy. <laughs> hey, did you know you go faster if you go unbroken? Man, Troy, that also really, really helpful. Man, that workout, I sucked on that workout while then Troy beats me by a whole minute or whatever. You know, it's just like, this is what it's like going to 5 a.m. with Troy. Sure, I love having you in the 5 a.m. <laughs> You are one of those guys now that's like, I see, you know, you just like see certain people in your class. Uh, yeah. It's like, they just brighten your day. I'm like, yeah. Oh, Char with his, he's got his hoodie on and like, I do got the hoodie on. You guys are next level though. I went to 5 a.m. Uh, maybe last yeah, week yeah. and I was like, hey, I didn't know if this actually existed or if it was just a bunch of talk and I show in and my body's still like, hey man, we're sleeping. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> David, you, and you, I'm like trying to move and you and Andrew, Canadian Andrew, were so nice. Like, hey, can I, like, I'm oh, like, Canadian nah. Andrew's too nice. He's, he's so nice. I'm so suspicious him. of that. No, I love him. Um, he's and killed I somebody. do. <laughs> I mean, he's Canadian, so maybe. But like, I was like, man, I'm trying to like do a back squat here, and I'm not even like my. I'm, I think my hips popped out. I and know. And Andrew's like, hey, man, what do you do for work? And I'm like, I'm in the middle of the <laughs> he didn't do that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, like, like he. I but it was he so, is I, I, very, I, I, very nice. If it was just, if it was at six o'clock, because like I went at three thirty today, it was like a party. I felt like I was like, yeah, what's up? Hey, you, I know you. Like, That's because Hannah was there. Hannah. Hey, Hannah. wait, wait till you. There's been talks of uh, you know Seth doing a four a.m. class. You know, Mm-mm. so Mm-mm. wait till the four a.m. class. Does not talk about that. It I is, mean, it's it's on a podcast. When, oh yeah, when, is it? There'd be one person that Mark Boffo would show no, up. Now? Right now. Yeah, dude. When we show up to five a.m. on Monday mornings, Seth is doing the workout. Yeah, yeah. Also, flex. Like when I was doing, oh my uh, did I tell you about this? When I was doing the back squats, and I was like, he's like, "Hey, can I jump in with you?" I'm like, "Yeah," but I'm probably gonna go as heavy as you. He's like, "Oh no, that's fine." And it was like, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it's he, your eighty percent. It's eighty percent. Yeah, and he, and so I would do a set. And then he would hop on and we put 45s on my set and he would do a set. And so he wouldn't do just your set. He would do like set plus. He's doing like set of nine with like, <laughs> you know, 350. I'm like, what are we doing here? The <laughs> yeah. legs are ridiculously yeah. strong. Like it's incredible watching. He played rugby at Ohio State. Did he? Yeah, he also had no worms. clue what he was doing. I think he actually did. Yeah. I yeah, think he, he knew good. exactly yeah. what was going on. He played for the worms, the Western World Worms. He has yeah. got like a worm tattoo on his thigh. Yeah. What? True yeah. story. He's really good. Hmm. Um, I, I, 
definitely resonate <laughs> with uh, the kids and like being a better person. And you know, yeah. I just, and, and I actually was really worried when we had our second, cause I thought, well, like I, I don't want to um, take away love from one. Right. Do, am I going to love this part of this one? It sounds weird. It's a, weird, it's a real feeling. Yeah. And I was like, man, are they going to get less of me? Mm-hmm. And then they're actually better together than they would yeah. be, you know, as yeah. like singles. But and you don't realize that until it happens. Like yeah. a, a lot of people are like, oh, you're just gonna, you know, you, wait till you have kids. And I'm like, listen, later my own kids. It's like, don't talk to me about that. I get love <laughs> so much. And it's like, you don't realize that stuff is actually like true until you experience it. So oh, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. So when, so backtracking a little bit, mm-hmm. um, 2015, Avery pops out, right? Yep. Did you, did you get, <laughs> so, start your job at Orthopedic One before that? 2019, as soon as I moved back. I got accepted, I got interviewed while in Jacksonville. Okay. And I got the job. And so I started like as soon as I moved back. I think you moved back in 2013. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we had lived with Leslie's parents for two years, right? Yeah, until yeah. Leslie Avery was born. Then we were like, Leslie got knocked up. It was like, oh, we should probably. Yeah. So we were living with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> but so we decided like, okay, it's probably time. Like we yeah. paid off a lot of debt. Um, and they were like, no, feel free to stay. Like it was like the nicest people ever, man. And um, so we got an apartment um, and moved out. Yeah. Sweet. So you said you started Orthopedic One. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I started Orthopedic One. Like I, I've, been, I've been working at Orthopedic One since the day we moved back. Okay. Yeah. It was like June of uh, our first week in July in 2013. Okay. Oh, wow. So almost hitting. Right? Almost 10 years. Yeah. Almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. And you're, what do you do there? I'm a physical therapist. Which means? It means I. I have a bunion. People, I have a bunion yeah, on my foot. Can I, you look at it? I listen to people complain about uh, random orthopedic injuries. No, um, so <laughs> it's that technically I do do that. But um, <laughs> I work in an orthopedic group, and mostly it's like treating you know total knees, uh, rotator cuff replacement or rotator cuff um, repairs, ACLs. But we see it all. So a friend of mine says, "What's uh, orthopedic?" Oh, it's like the body. So it's like, I'm is this a friend people. you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for a friend. Asking for a friend. You had me going. I was like, oh, your friend. Yeah, you yeah. should give him my number. <laughs> um, so like pretty much anything, um, you know, functionally related, like your anything, elbow, knee, any of any of your joints, your muscles, your tissues, uh, if they go awry. Are there other types of PTs? Yeah. So there's a bunch. So there's like pediatrics, which is like okay. treating kids. There's yeah. neuro. There's people who have like TBIs that are like. Those are like very special kind of PTs, man. I have a special TBI is so total, um, traumatic brain injury. Okay. So let's say like something happens and someone gets they fall off a house, yeah. right? And they land on their head, but they survive, but they have like a traumatic brain injury. There's like PT is a huge, huge portion of their like recovery. Okay. Getting them to walk again, like move their hands again, stuff like that. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So there's um there's home health physical therapy for people who are homebound and um okay. there's I'm missing many others but yeah, yeah, yes yeah. but essentially there's like skilled nursing facilities so like yes i work in like an outpatient orthopedic group meaning i mainly see a lot of orthopedic injuries just because or orthopedic surgeries because our doctors drive really nice cars and they replace people's knees and get paid a lot of money for it so they come to us for exercise rehab and all that uh, okay. but i will see like oh like someone coming in with like a finger they, they usually don't see us they usually see that or uh, the ot's up um upstairs but like Say you have knee pain or whatever, like and go see your doctor. Like, well, you don't need surgery, go see a PT, and then you know, I get you a program and okay, move you. Yep. Um, 
Well, I'll save that for the, the lightning round. <laughs> yes, there we go. The lightning round question. <laughs> um, what what gives you joy about your job? Oh, man. Um, honestly, like, just seeing people accomplish stuff that they didn't think they could do. Hmm. Like, example I give all the time is a, um, I have in, incorporated CrossFit into my practice a lot. So I'm like the, the PT that's over there with like, beep. <laughs> and like I have little old ladies doing imams. Yes. And yeah. And so I had this kid doing an imam one time, and I'm treating this lady with like for shoulder pain. And I was like, "You're doing that next week." I was like, "That's going to be that's a good idea. I should make you do that next week." And she was like terrified. She's like, "Oh," but like she thought it might have been serious. But she comes back and she's like, "Are we going to do the exercise thing?" It's like she's just very nervous. <laughs> and so I had to do it, but I like meet them at their level, right? So I'm not like making them do pull ups and um, thrusters and stuff, but like. If she needs to like work on some scapular like motor control, like we're doing some like every minute, I'm like, okay, let's get eight to ten reverse flies in. Then I had to do like some elevated push-ups. But like it was beeping every minute. And dude, she came in the next time. She's like, Are we gonna do the exercise thing again? Like they love it. So yeah. like just seeing that like little transition, like getting people to pick up like deadlifting, like little old ladies are like they've been told by their like surgeons, which blows my mind. They've been told by their surgeons never to like squat again. Like, well, my doctor says I should be squatting, and I'm like so you can't go to the bathroom like you know you can't go and sit down at thanksgiving and like hang out with your grandkids like you need to go pick these people up so it's getting people to do things that they don't realize they they can do i feel like <laughs> squatting and deadlifts are the things that like people are just like oh you're gonna hurt yourself oh, and God, yeah. destroy your body and die dude i tweaked my back in pittsburgh like a month into crossfit and i was like i this isn't that bad i'll just kind of rest I realized I pick up so many things off the floor. Oh, yeah. Like, especially with, like, chasing kids around. I was like, I'm moving incorrectly. I need to fix this. Yeah. Because you don't realize how much life you actually just pick things oh, up. Yeah. It's function. Yeah. It's like, when they're told never to deadlift, they're going to hurt their back. Like, you got <laughs> uh, Yeah, you have to pick. That's one of the most functional. That's, like, my favorite exercise to make people do is a form of deadlift. Just because, like, like you just said. Yeah. Like, you don't pick up laundry baskets. And you pick up your kids, like you pick up cat food when you go to the grocery store, like yeah. you know how to pick up things from the floor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I feel like deadlifts are the thing that people are like, oh, you're going to hurt yourself. And it's like people are like, oh, I'm too scared to deadlift, mm -hmm. too much risk. Maybe if I deadlift like 600 pounds. Yeah. Like healthy people too. Like I have this guy who's like, who does CrossFit at his house. And he like, he's seen me for some back injuries and I'm just like asking him exercises that he does. And he hasn't touched a, um, a back squat or a deadlift. He's like 28, maybe, and like super fit, dude. He looked like, um, I don't know, just like a bigger version of like, I mean, he kind of looked like Casey. <clears throat> maybe that's tall, but like that's the kind of guy came in. I'm like, yeah. this guy's really fit. And he's like, he won't deadlift and he won't back squat. So I kind of have to like re-educate them, like kind of set the ground. I start off with like PVC hip hinges and um, banded hip hinges and stuff. I'm like, look, that's the movement. Like, you now let's pick up a kettlebell. So... Sure, I asked you a question at dinner that I thought was really fascinating about um, what is one of the things that is, and I don't know how you phrase it. So. I, I think I phrased it something like with being, you know, from the perspective of mm -hmm. a PT, what is the <clears throat> biggest downfall in like current society right now? Oh, yeah. That was a good question. Yeah. And um, just like physical inactivity of people and just like not taking care of yourself. And so, like, you see it, like, just very clearly with, like, certain, um, more people than you, 
you wish to see it honestly like it happens a lot it's not just like oh that person smokes and doesn't take care of themselves they're, uh, they're probably not gonna heal but it's like <clears throat> we see no western world does have a lot of fit people and it's like they're pretty active and like the demographic that i'm seeing it's like it's a lot of like people who are active there's a lot of parks here and stuff so you don't see it like with everybody but there's a good subset of people that like just don't take care of themselves like they move and look and feel like they're 80 years old when they're like in their late 40s early 50s and it's just like they're afraid to move they don't know how to move and just don't take care of themselves yeah. so yeah it's unfortunate but that's our society sometimes follow-up question what is the biggest downfall currently with the crossfit space from a pt perspective um from a pt perspective um like what what is something that the crossfit <clears throat> space or even like our gym like what is the one thing that you're like man this is one thing i've noticed especially with our gym like we need to work more on this you know mm -hmm. or this is something that the crossfit space is kind of missing yeah um not so much with our gym but um <clears throat> i feel like our gym like that's one of the reasons why i love our gym is like our coaching is phenomenal Sassy Luke, you're a good coach. Sassy Luke, you're a good coach. Though. Sassy, you're sassy. sassy. <laughs> even if you're I will say no, you um, probably have the best music playlist out of everybody. Oh no! I got multiple compliments today about my playlist. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think CrossFit does everything right. Um, and I think that what they're missing out on, and I think it's getting better, is like reaching out to the medical field to like work hand in hand with them. You know, because mm. we'll get into this later. It's a pet peeve of mine. Oh! oh. <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but it is like, I didn't think I had pet peeves until I started listening to this podcast. I'm like, I'm so easy going. Like, nothing bothers me. Yeah. And I'm like, raging about thinking about stuff. I'm like, God, that's an excuse. So bad. <laughs> yes. I'm to See, that's, yes. That's my goal. Is to make everyone as angry as me. So then it's, it's socially acceptable. <laughs> and it's working, Luke, because yes. I have started noticing things like, Oh, I won't go into it, but like random things like today, I, this is not one of my pet peeves, but I've noticed I was like in the parking lot when I was buying your guys' gifts and like something flew out of my car and I'm like chasing it down the parking lot and like it stays still until I get to it and then it just flipped away with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> chase it around you look like an idiot how that how is amazing often, how often does that happen in one person's life <laughs> it's happened multiple times it, in my life it's all what yeah no, like homework flying out of cars yes yeah, yeah. home depot dude it happens as soon as you get close to it, it, it yeah it's further away yeah it's like it's yeah you must are you sneak serious up and <laughs> run towards it it's gonna start flying away with the wind. yeah 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 you gotta sneak up on it so I thought about, it happened to me today, like, I don't want to be a litterer. So, like, the, uh, the little plastic piece that you're, like, the tissue paper comes in, it started flying around in the in the parking lot. Like, I got to go get it. And it starts, like, jumping away. I'm like, son of a bitch. Sorry. That is a real thing in people's lives. Yes. I feel like, yeah. I just, I don't remember the last time that, that has happened to me. It's, oh, gonna it's gonna happen to you all the time now. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna You're gonna notice me. I'm gonna pull into the gym and Chuck's gonna be like running across the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you see me across. Oh my god. Fly out of your car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, sorry, I gotta sign. No, that's good. Um, oh, down about the downfall of the PT. I mean, I think I kind of answered it, but it's like, that's one thing I love about PT or uh, CrossFit as a as a physical therapist is that like I think they do pretty much at least the philosophy is like they do everything right like you're eating your green vegetables you're you're exercising like this that's the community as a healthcare professional I want to come alongside um, 
But I think like just doing a better job of like reaching out and communicating with the the healthcare um, community mm. to go hand in hand because like those two should be aligned more. Mm. And I think they are getting better at it. Um, Interesting on that note. So when I got my L1, they, they, Greg Glassman, when he was still mm-hmm. the head of CrossFit, he had a, he was kind of in the big, <clears throat> big into trying to go in that direction with CrossFit Health. Right. And so they had a uh, L1 designated specifically for physicians. Mm-hmm. So that's the one I took. Oh. Okay. Um, so I took it with a bunch of doctors. Oh, you took that? Yeah. Um, I think they had like, I don't know how many there were. I think mine was like the fifth one or something, but they had several, uh, they've stopped those since. Yeah. Um, But um, I think there's actually one, an L2 that was recently that was for healthcare professionals. Yeah. It's like something very specific for healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there was, like you said, there, there was, you know, how many years ago was that? Four or five years ago, Mm -hmm. a push in that direction. Right. Um, and I'm not quite sure where that's headed now, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, I wish yeah. it would pick up steam and yeah. get there. Cause I think it's a really good thing Yeah, and it would change the <clears throat> viewpoint. I feel like of a lot of people, if they, they were kind of coexisting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think there's a stigma of like, Oh yeah, you cross it. Well, you'd be hurt. Like that's not, oh, God. it's just not good there for you. Go. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you, oh, we'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. Do you? What else do we want to ask Troy before we go? Into <clears throat> Man, I, here's the thing. I, I feel like I could go on for hours. Yeah. Um, How do you get a third lung like you have, dude? Troy's got a freaking. <laughs> what the hell's that Troy's got a freaking. There's a loan at first. Okay. How do you get a third lung? <laughs> no lung. You ever see him row? He just like holds his breath. He just breathes. Like no, a fish. dude. I'm telling you, yeah. Troy has told you this information. Use your energy when you have it. Okay, so figure listen, it out when you I don't. will say this about Luke as well. Like Luke knows me, and I'm getting much better at this. Luke, ever since I've, I've like kind of toned down on like the drinking and like the, the eating healthy and going to bed, I, I would whenever I would take like a class at like nine fifteen with Luke, <clears throat> I'd be lucky enough not to go to five a.m. and Luke would be like, "This is not a workout to come out hot on the rower." I'm gonna do it anyways. <laughs> Your impression of me, like, I don't know. So I, don't so know good. I don't know if I like it or not. It <laughs> is. It is so good. You're like, are you a doctor? And uh, yes. <laughs> like that was spot on. I was like, we've got two looks. Well, the now I know. I mean, listen to the podcast. I know he just doesn't like small talk in the morning, like Randy. Oh like, no! Don't come up and talk to him. So maybe oh, that you were gosh. thinking it was like, Saturday morning, Randy. I love Randy. No, he oh just started talking. I, I love how he doubled down on it too. He listened to it. He goes, <sighs> I'm gonna go talk. No. <laughs> no. I was like, yeah, Randy, get him. No. Yeah. Anyway, so that's probably what it was. You probably thought I was going to be like this new guy wants a small talk. <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we can. we should move on to the pet peeves but man troy you are i appreciate you opening up about yeah your are you uh speaking of opening up are you gonna do the open this year absolutely yeah, yeah. Woo! that's only two days right yeah uh, like, i will sliding right into the 40 year old so you you will be sliding into the 40 uh, year old thing yes but, just but, barely yeah but uh, i will say based off of your score from this year compared to last year uh sorry Last year, mm-hmm. looking at your score compared to Bosler, he would have beat you yeah. in the age division still. Yeah. Because you, uh, he crushed you in the first workout. You beat him in the second workout, the you deadlift. Put it like that, but I mean, but then, 
he got you again with the muscle ups. Yeah, well, that's it. It's like if there's like gym, gymnastic stuff, then he's got me. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, see, we'll have to see. My goal is to be this year. That's like my whole thing. It, I'm in the yeah. same division now. He talks so much trash to me. He does. That's another person I had to learn about in this 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 um, gym. It was like when I first moved here or first started joining. It was like a month in. I would get like random group texts, and he'd be like. <laughs> Looks like you, uh, the five aimer didn't know how to hit the RX plus button, or like he would just say something about me not doing RX plus. I'm oh like, my god! Just throwing around people on the yeah. text stream, talking trash. I used to get so before I knew him, I was like, yeah. "Why is this dude calling me out all the time? Like, it's really pissing me off." You know, yes. like, like, no, dude, that's yes. And I would be like, and finally, I, I realized like that's who he is, and I kind of get upset. I'll be like treating a patient I haven't received a text yet when I didn't do um, chest bar the other yeah. day, and then finally he sends me a text. He's like. Oh, uh, hey, I, uh, I noticed, like, I'm, I'm allergic to gluten, so I understand, like, what it must be allergic to thing. That's probably why you didn't do Chessa Bar, huh? <laughs> oh, like, my there God. Is. Like, <laughs> this trash talk is getting worse. Yeah, it was... It, That's terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. It was something along those that, lines, but, yeah. That is Ryan's love language. It's... He's totally yeah, his love language. It's yeah. smack talk, trash yeah. talk, like... And touch. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably yeah. up there, too. You put your hand on the shoulder. So, here, here's what he said. I struggle with some allergies, like gluten. I looked in Wattify and realized you must be allergic to Chestabar. Oh. I just didn't want you to feel alone. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, yeah. that's dumb. I like that. But he would like send like very subtle things like that all the time if I don't yeah. hit the red button. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to yeah. take care of my shoulder. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to read Don't, right. yeah, don't, don't fall for that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's push some peeves. Luke. Are we going to push some peeves? I'm really excited for Troy's. Luke, what's been pushing your peeves this week? <laughs> what is it? I didn't hear it. Also, this this episode, I mean, <laughs> is sponsored by Troy's Beef Jerky. Yeah, we forgot the to burnt, do that public service now. The Burnt Beef Jerky. Yeah. It, yes. here. Burnt is just the flavor of this one, but his other flavors, delish. It's like burnt tips on, a, on like a... Yeah, yeah delicious. Go. It's so good. Check out check out Troy's hat hat uh, baby hats too. What's he <laughs> check out yeah. Troy, Troy's baby hats. What's that baby? <laughs> baby's hat. Troy's baby hat. Troy's baby hats. What's the, the big hats? I got baby hats. I got a little baby hats. Baby apparel. But yeah, it's like it's not really a thing anymore. It's a thing still, but you can get them at Pure Roots. I yeah, still toddler hats. Toddler hats. <laughs> baby, baby hats. Baby hats. Baby hats. All right. Let's push your peeps. Yeah. So, uh, this actually, I need to give two shout outs to people who are not here right now. So we were at Bible study on Thursday morning, last Thursday. And, uh, Adam Zubio. did something and Colin Stanfield was sitting and watching this whole thing happen. <laughs> and so I, I, two shout outs, Adam just leaned over my ear. I don't even remember what. Oh he said. my gosh. I remember he leaned this. over my ear and he whispered so loudly in my ear like this, like, <laughs> can I, like an inch away from my can ear. Can I whisper what he said? Yeah, whisper what he said in my ear. Do it, do it again right now. He oh, said God. something daddy. Oh, yeah. I said something about daddy. But that's not the thing. The oh, thing, I thought that was the thing was daddy. <laughs> that is, that's just like the secondary thing. Oh, okay. The first thing is when, when people whisper in, in your ear, but it's like too loud. Like, like they're it, loud they're whispering, loud daddy. whispering daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like you can feel the wind. Yes. From the yeah. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're like so close and it's like, you can feel the, like the, the air from their mouth going through your station tube, like in your belly. 
It's like that strong. Nope, didn't work that way. It's like it's like he's a doctor. It's like it's like it's just too much, and it just like like that. I don't know. The little hairs on the outside of your ear start like start rustling, and you're just like, ugh. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And then the second part of that was. He whispered, he, he he called himself daddy. Yeah. He called himself daddy. Adam called himself daddy. No, I'm pretty sure he called you daddy. No, he called himself daddy. He called himself big daddy. And then he's, now he's been referring to himself as big daddy or daddy <laughs> for the past week. And I cannot, I cannot handle that. I love Next you, Adam. I'm going to stab him with a spoon. Hey, that's my teammate you're talking about. That's Big Daddy you're talking about. <laughs> that felt I hate weird. Is that what your name, your team name's gonna be? Big Daddies. <laughs> Big Daddy and Big Daddy and uh, Cher. Shotgun. <laughs> Big Daddy Shotgun and Cher. Shotgun Cher. But anyway, yeah. When when that happened, I I looked at Colin and Colin was just like, like he had this face, <laughs> look on his face that was like, uh, like knowing that he was bothering him too, and I was just like, ah, like. Like this is going nails on a chalkboard. Like, like my like my insides just like cringed. It's not good. Oh, so is that big a new daddy. One on the list or was that on your list originally too? That was a new one. Oh, because it happened recently. Ooh. It wasn't number thirty-two. <laughs> Recent PUs of the pets. Yeah. Do you have another one? No, I think that's it's part A and B. So uh, you know what, David? Do you have a pet peeve? It's not his podcast. Um. I will say again that icks are my pet peeves. <laughs> I was asking, I was so excited to have you on this week that I've been asking people around the, the oh, gym. So what good. do you want to know about, you know, what do you want to know about Troy? Like, what do you want to know about Troy? And uh, oh, TT, no. Hannah uh, Kelly says, well, ask him about the ick. What is it? What are his icks? Do you have any icks? Do you know what an ick is? You, yeah. yeah, yeah I've yeah, listened. Yeah. Well, wait, can, can you finish the story about what Hannah's icks were? Oh, gosh. They were so nonsensical. Yeah. So we got in an argument. Yeah, because she's like, and I'm probably misrepresenting this, but I no, not. She, we're walking on the treadmill, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I have some new icks. <laughs> like when uh, guys don't read my mind." And I'm like, "That's not how it works." And and she's That's like, "Yeah, she that was an ick." Well, when and, guys don't read, and her I mind, when yeah. I gave an example because I said, "Well, I remember vividly in college, my roommate and uh, and I, he's my boy. I love this dude, and his and his girlfriend was always around, and her name was Brittany." And he was like, hey, Brittany, do you want to go to Wendy's? And we had this like like 15-minute conversation on the way to the highway about whether or not we wanted to go to Wendy's. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, bro, stop asking her about Wendy's. We got on the highway, passed Wendy's, and maybe like 45 seconds later, he looks over and she's like so upset. And he's like, you want me to go to Wendy's, right? And he's like, she's like, yes. <laughs> are, right? are you kidding me? Right yes, now? that is so stupid. And, and 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 Hannah says, "I'm on her team." No, <laughs> you need to read my mind. Somebody throw her off a bridge. Uh, I was like, um, uh, no. "No." So so that's, I'm I'm that's on your ick. Yeah, my ick is when people Girls have, have bad icks. Yeah, when they have <laughs> icks, I ick. <laughs> that's sure how that works. Ick, if they're yeah. icking, you're icking. You're yeah. in. When you ick, I ick. We oh. ick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Troy, what what has been pushing your pee? Gotta be careful about that. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, I got you. Wait, would you ask me what's my pee? Yeah, what's been pushing your pee? What's been pushing my pee? Um, I won't go over a bunch of them. I kind of uh, I have like one main one, but I have like two kind of like semi main. You tell us, you tell us whatever you want. Okay, the first one are water chestnuts. Oh my gosh, what water chestnuts? 
They go really well in spinach dip. Dude, we were at Fobble's house and we had the bacon wrapped water chestnuts. Oh, they I'm were not, so good. Why? About those. So listen, the reason what? why is I, I'm like, okay, it's a food preference, but I'm putting it as a pet peeve because it's the only food I will not eat. Literally the only food I won't eat. And I and I remember as like a, a teenager, I was eating this bomb stir fry. And I remember getting a water chestnut as my first experience with one. And dude, it was like <laughs> someone had stuck a, a lemon in a dog's mouth. Like the food just like, like it all fell out of my mouth. <laughs> And I remember thinking, like, what the hell was that? Yeah. I thought I ate, like, a cockroach or something. I'm like, this, like, crunchy, wet, weird. I'm like, that's not supposed to be in there. <laughs> so it was one of those experiences. And since then, I've been able to get over, like, I never ate Brussels sprouts. I love them now. Sweet potatoes. Hate them as a kid. Love them now. Like, I've been able to outgrow all my, like, inse- like immaturities with food. Water chestnuts. I tried them, like, maybe a couple months ago just to see again. Awful. So wow. like, so it was like an experience. I had an unexpected weirdness of of the food texture that just like I haven't been able to outgrow. So it's oh that's my, my goodness. first one. Audience, I wish that you could have seen Troy's face <laughs> as he was describing what it looked like to put a lemon in a dog's mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it was it really was great. <laughs> it, it, I mean, just imagine your dog barfing everywhere. And that's what it looked like. <laughs> I've never put a lemon. In <laughs> and I only, I only use that as an example because like we just got a dog and like I, I fed him a lemon. And he's like. so i was like that's a good way to explain it but um my this one's for you char um on cat's episode you mentioned um she mentioned people who go to like full cards to a self-scanner and you're like dude i love the self-scanner i want to get good at it kind of thing and like dude i'm like seriously the same way yeah and it peeves me when the machine and this only happens at kroger kroger's machines are awful because it's like please place bananas in the sh- in the bagging area. And like you place bananas in the bagging area. Then it's like, ding, ding, ding. Please make sure all items are in the bagging area. Then it like, then it like goes and you can scan again. Then yep. it's like, oh, please wait for assistance. And I'm sitting there with my yogurts like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. seconds. And it's like ruining my time. I'm trying to, I'm like, I'm so much more efficient than the, this machine. The key is being smooth and slow is actually really, really fast. Yeah. Because when you scan... You want to make sure you you self check out like you work out. (laughs) (laughs) You go over to see Troy and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) and then he's and then he's he's on his leg on the ground. (laughs) 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 Luke walks by like from the like the check out like Troy. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. The smooth is slow. I just can't smooth is slow. When you scan it, you got to put it there. You got to give it a sec for the weight to register, and then it's yeah. It's a, it's more of like a jive, it you know. Is, it's, a, it's a, it's a dance. Yeah. My main, my main pet peeve is. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. So those are like just ones that kind of irk me all the time. True. <laughs> yeah. But the, my main one is um, health professionals not just dogging on CrossFit and not knowing like what it's about. Mm. Because I, I feel like that is like one that just like literally for like a pet peeve. This is like Luke style like hatred mm. like just steam building up inside me because I'm like I'm known for my hatred well no I'm being for your pet peeve stuff okay yeah but like (laughs) not in general you're a really nice guy but like um just like I kind of mentioned I touched on earlier like I feel like if there's any group of of individuals in the health the health community should come alongside as CrossFit athletes like we're trying to eat vegetables we're trying to decrease our sugar intake we're drinking water we're exercising 30 to 60 minutes a day like we're just like following all these things that the health profession wants you to do, but then you go and talk behind their back because they're doing kipping pull-ups when they have a little bit of an orthopedic injury, like 
weekend warrior, a little bit of shoulder pain, like why not tell them like, hey, let's work on your thoracic spine, your your lats, you know, you know, work on your lats a little bit to help you get those the kipping pull up in instead of like telling them they shouldn't be doing kipping pull ups because they're not real pull ups. Like that, just like I hear people say that in my profession, and it it makes me so mad. Mm-hmm. But like in the same token, like we'll see people who have ACL injuries and. They retear, they then come back with another reconstruction. And we're just like, oh, what do we tell them? We're like, okay, it might've been a quad imbalance. Like we can get you going. Like they have significantly more, that's like a, a potential life changing injury. And we're encouraging them to go back out and play when they're not ready, technically, according to research. But like whenever someone comes in with a little bit of low grade knee pain, when they're trying to stave off chronic disease for their family and, and their life, it's like, we make fun of them and it's like, mm. be better. Wow. Wow. That's a really good perspective. I like that. Yeah. I think we need to chat more about this. Yeah. <laughs> I think your pet peeve, pet peeve is kind of justified by that thought. Like, no, just that subject. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's like, but I, and I kind of, I will be the first to admit that I used to be one of those people just because I was ignorant, you know? And so like, I try to educate my, my colleagues, like we were watching Christy in the open and like, um, she was just like knocking out like, um, butterfly pull-ups, just crushing it. Like one of the best athletes in the world. Yeah, yeah, on TV at our clinic, and one of my colleagues was like, "Oh, she's like turned to her patients like, she's that's not a real pull up." And I thought I was going to get fired. Like I <laughs> seriously went off in front of all of my all the patients. There's probably like 30 people in the clinic, and I'm just like, like this level of like, I mean, I'm heated. I'm like yelling. I'm just like trying to educate her. But at the same time, I'm like, "You are so ignorant." Like that is one of the most fittest athletes. Yeah. She's from our hotel. Like she'd be cheering her on. Like that's one of the most fittest athletes in the world that you're talking about right now like you just don't understand like what a, the efficiency and the kipping movement you can't do it yourself so you yeah so i almost got fired dude well, let's go yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah you're like hey man yeah we it was kind of weird like i mean we're, we're good now but like i remember someone was like oh yeah she so-and-so thought you were like really upset with her i was like well, i was <laughs> <laughs> i was yeah hopefully i got my point across but i want to i want to um find um Waylon said somebody was teasing him about kipping pull-ups or pull-ups and he took a video of Alex, coach Alex doing like uh, a bunch of kipping pull-ups and then a bunch of muscle ups mm-hmm. and then a huge set of strict pull-ups at the end. Like to say we can do strict pull-ups too. Yeah. I want to find that video and post it on, yeah. our, on our Instagram page. Okay. That sounds and, cool. CrossFit like does not like tell you to just go and do a bunch of like kidney pulls. Like they yeah, there, have a strict first, right? There, like, there is a progression that I yeah. think a lot of people just immediately want to jump to. Oh, like I want to be able to have a faster time in my workout, you know, and that's kipping pull-ups, right. but they haven't built the foundation. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think right. that's you use them for different things. Yeah. You know, there's different levels of like, Oh, like wide grip pull-ups right. and, and we do pull-ups. We do strict mm-hmm. pull-ups. Yeah. We do. we do a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just being ignorant to, something that you don't like speaking on things you don't know about like just maybe it's a whole other pet peeve but it's kind of like that <laughs> with the medical field yeah that's good that was a great pet peeve oh okay good that was a great one and water chestnuts why <laughs> as soon as you said water chestnuts i was, I was like that. i was like i wish i would have known about this earlier because i would have figured out a way to make water chestnuts in there and like the guacamole or something <laughs> something yes. man i was like i don't know if i should mention this one but like, it annoys me enough, actually. All right, Troy, we need to get you home. Well, first, we have to get spicy. That's right. We got to get real spicy. Woo! Two-minute drill. Are you ready? Hold on. Let me get my list. Okay. Okay. Um, three, two, oh, God. one. Am I ready? Beep. Favorite thing to do with your children? Oh, 
play play monster. Would you rather be handcuffed to a baboon or have a tapeworm? Oh, a tapeworm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You, you and Maddie Betts. Who wins in a fight? Maddie Betts. Hundred <laughs> percent of the time. I got beat up by a ten year old. What? Don't even take me. Uh, what is your death row meal? Oh, my mother in law's Christmas roast. Ooh. One of the best meals. Christmas in history. Yeah. Oh. Good. Does pineapple belong in pizza? Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite book to give as a gift? Or the one you've given the most as a gift? Oh, man. This is not a good reason. Um, but it's called um, All Dogs Go to Heaven. It's like a version of that. I give it to people whenever their dog passes. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite um, thing about your wife? Oh. She... <clears throat> She makes me a better person mm. and she's an amazing mother, but it, she just like, it was our whole relationship is like, she completely like, changed my, my view on life and the world and stuff. Just made me better as a human. What's your blood type? Be positive. Dude, same. Hey, blood type, That's buddy. good to know. <laughs> and also how many times have you had COVID? Um, one, I didn't even know. It was like an accidental, like not an accidental, but like, Oops! I take a test Accidental it. COVID. <laughs> um, if you had, if you were to make a a big, huge billboard that the entire world could see, what would you would you put on there? Um, be present. What is your Metcon? Oh man, that's good. Um, something with a machine, a rower, double unders, and rope climbs. Oh, okay, I like that. They they used to be my my least favorite. Other than the rower, but rope climbs and double orders I used to despise, but now I, I kind of like them. What's your favorite type of cheese? Merlot Velvetino. Oh, good. Is it good? I like the bourbon. Okay, the bourbon's good too. Yeah. We got it as a gift when we bought our house from our realtor, and um, I never had like really nice cheeses. I was always just like, yeah. Great. Jack? Like- <laughs> Grace likes the Merlot. The yellow one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she also likes the one with the little coffee. What coffee? Oh, I've had the coffee, coffee one. Yeah, it's good. It is good, man. It's good. Um, so, I can't believe you said rower, double unders, and rope climb. I like that. It doesn't oh. include a barbell, which I'm awful at. Oh, yes. It doesn't include anything overhead, which I'm god awful at. Mm. Doesn't include a gymnastics. Do you say um, that, but you're just casually like when we're strict pressing, you strict press more than me. You know, like I don't. yes, you do. That's yes, cool. you that's do. old man strength. <laughs> dad strength this dad's again strength. this is what it's like going to 5am you know it's like oh, I'm horrible at this but then Troy absolutely smashes you <laughs> yeah. listeners if those you're were, out there those were, co- those out, were competing ideas stay out of Troy I feel like there's like four more podcasts worth of Troy I know I want to know just more I was like preparing for all these questions like you know First season, I thought I had to do like a get where I was going to teach you guys about like PT and the ankle mobility. I thought there was going to oh. be like a hardest season thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, I guess we didn't ask you about the hardest oh, season. Oh, we didn't ask you about the hardest season. Too late. Too late. Part two. Too late. We got to get Troy home because yeah. it's Valentine's Day. And then you also yeah. have 5 a.m. My bedtime is coming up. Yeah. yeah. My bedtime technically would ideally be right now. I appreciate you guys having me on. That was fun. Yes. Uh, thank you for... Yeah. for Blessing us with your presence. Yeah. Troy, you're definitely back. you're definitely a top candidate for a repeat episode. So <gasps> so nice sweet. We'd love to have you back. Or we'll just hang out. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that works too. Well audience, thank you for checking out the podcast. Uh follow us on Instagram at the Get Body Podcast. 
Dang, that felt sick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Yeah.